One time. Yeah. Yo, all I need is one mic, one beat. Welcome to the time is now. I am your host, Mike Stafford. It is Friday, September the 8th. Wow, time flies on a Friday afternoon. Good morning to you. Now, this week is a little different. We can talk about the WNBA. We can talk about attending Kobe Bryant night at Chavez Ravine with my family. Nah, nah. Me and my boy, Tony Montana himself, setting the stage for week one in the NFL. NFL is back, people. Yes, sirs. Let's get into it. So sit back, relax, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome everybody back to the time is now in the place to be week one of the NFL. And you know who I got in the building? I got Tony from Sports Coffee. What's up, Tony? What's up, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. You know me. I've been going through a lot and I'm, I'm kind of like trying to get back on the podcast thing and trying to get my spirits up. But at the end of the day, man, you know, sports has always been that good, good, you know, feeling. And, and there's something I can always lean into. And my daughter's soccer is picking back up again. Season starts this Saturday. So um, it, it's, it's a lot going on. It keeps you distracted and, 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 and makes you happy. You know what I mean? Sure. Sounds good. So with that being said, we're going to do a little bit of a pivot, guys. And Tony doesn't even notice. I, I'm, I'm throwing this at Tony right now. This is, this is all impromptu. We're going to do a pivot. For the first time on The Time Is Now, I will not be the host. We will have Tony as the host. Clap it up. Tony be the host of The Time Is Now today for you special people for this first week of the NFL season. Tony's going to go ahead. He's going to set the table. He's going to set the stage. And I'll be here to color commentate. How's that feel, brother? Great. So let's get started, man. <laughs> let's go. Let's start it off. What a game tonight between the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. Tell me your thoughts of what you saw, and then I'll tell you what I thought of the game. Yeah, man. Um, it was to be expected. I couldn't catch all of it. You know, I'm daddy duties here, honey dudes there, running here, running there. I'm like, dude, can I like do you understand the season started? Oh, the season started today. Yeah, nigga, the season started, man. I'm trying to watch the game. Why are you calling me out of here three times? Oh, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, man, I, um, it's not exactly how I expected it. I knew that the Lions was going to win. That part I knew. Um, by one point and the way they won, you had all the drops by Tony. Um, and then you, you had Golf who just did just okay. I was surprised that it was so close. I felt as if they should have won at least 24 to 20. I mean, it sounds, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it really is. It gives you a different feel. It doesn't feel like you squeaked one out. It feels like maybe you had a little bit of pressure and, and you were forcing Mahomes to try to score late and you couldn't, he couldn't get a deal without Kelsey. That's what I was anticipating, but that's not what happened. It was more or less about um, 
the offense just couldn't convert. It, 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 I mean, yes, it was without Kelsey, but you guys, you got guys who just couldn't convert. He had a lot of penalties by the Kansas City Chiefs. So when you look at it, it's like it's like it wasn't really missing Chris Jones because they only gave up 21. You see what I'm saying? It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't a, a matter of that. Yeah, you're missing Kelsey, but it's like, are you you're missing some wideouts? Some of the wideouts you had last season are also gone. So yeah, you could have Kelsey out there, but you could just double up on him and let Tony free all night to keep dropping those passes. So it seems like it's a bigger story here than what it is. I feel as if um, Detroit would have lost if at least Kelsey was there. But their defense actually still looks pretty good. They have time to get it together. That's nothing to panic about um, down the stretch. But um, it's actually more telling that Detroit is, may not be as good as we think. They might be lucky they're in a poor division. So here, let me give you some of my thoughts on the game. Obviously, great way to start off the season. You get an upset in Kansas City. The Super Bowl champions hang their banner and they take a big fat L. This is great for the division of the AFC West. Obviously, me being a Bronco fan, you being a Raider fan, and for the Charger fans out here in LA, we're all rooting and clapping for that big fat L they took home. So let me tell you on the game what I thought. On, we're going to go to the Lions first. The Chiefs are going to have to wait because they were losers. Um, as far as the Lions, I didn't think they looked that great. If you really look at one of their scores came off on that pick six. And in reality, it wasn't that the defense made that happen. That throw was right. point. Uh, if the receiver, for some reason or another, hauls that in, obviously it's not a pick. Got batted up a bit. Defender got it. A great play by the defender as far as like reaching to bring it back in and was able to run it back. So Detroit's defense looked good. Their offense, it, it was really more of a game-managing type offense that they put out there. This was nothing like what you saw last year where they were able to go up and down the field, get more points. Uh, I believe they were third in the NFL, if, if I'm correct. So as far as the Lions, credit to them. Their defense played outstanding. Mahomes didn't miss a lot of passes, and we'll get it to the Chiefs and Mahomes uh, shortly. Uh, the run game helped out the Lions drastically. The defense helped them out. This is one of your typical type of games that you win in the playoffs. So I was very surprised to see it so early in the season. So kudos to the Lions to get that win. Now off to the Chiefs. Um, a couple things that we were texting back and forth, and it seemed the moment I would text you these things, within like a play or two, it would happen. The drop passes. Mike, what did I text you? Well, look at the drop passes that are happening. What happened right on cue? Another right. drop pass. Yeah, another drop yep. pass. Yeah. Uh, and, and, the, and there were bad, like some of these drop passes were, I, I think one was like on third and six, third and eight ish, right in that fourth quarter, but not late in the quarter, like a little bit um, in seven, eight minutes. Um, Mahomes kind of scrambles out. Hits him right in the hands. If he catches that, it's a first down, keeps the drive going. But instead, they settled for a field goal. So the drop thing that the Chiefs are going to have to address, obviously not having Kelsey there hurt. The second thing that I that I that we were talking about that you brought that point up in, was their defense. I'm, I'm surprised with Kansas City's defense. that They look pretty good. Uh, only giving up X amount of points. They weren't giving up the big plays. That had a lot to being as aggressive if they needed to be. I kept texting you that they needed to take that deep shot when they're, you know, with the run game and then go ahead and play action and take that shot. They didn't do it till 
later in the game, like in the fourth quarter, they finally got one play for 30 some yards or so. So, and then the last thing that I, I'm going to pick on with the Chiefs, which was good, you know, they were doing this and they got away with it. Their offensive line was in the homes. But what did I tell you? Okay. Kept jumping. I saw that in the first quarter and they were not calling it. And when did they call it? Crucial time in the fourth quarter when the Chiefs had the ball, when they had to go for it on. We'll put them in that fourth and 20. That right tackle kept jumping. How they did not throw the flag throughout the whole game, I have no idea. But one step, two step back, and then the ball was getting hyped. Caught that, mm-hmm. but I texted to you, and that really cost the Chiefs in that last possession that turned it into fourth and 20. What well, was it? I think it was first and 10, then you went, excuse me, second and 10. Then they had that point. And even at that, credit to Mahomes. How many receivers with a chance to make the play to get that first down? Right. Yep. So that game was a great game to start off. Um, so let's see what the Lions do with that. And let's see if the Chiefs will rebound uh, following week. Obviously, they'll have the extra time for Kelsey to get ready. But uh, you still, you know the Chiefs. They're going to come and they're going to come and try to pretty much blow every team out in the next couple (laughs) games. You know that. Pause. They're going to blow all of them. They're they're going to blow them out. They're going to blow them out. They're coming. They're going (laughs) to blow them out. (laughs) Pause. Anyways. No, I, I I I hear you, man. I I totally hear you. It, it was a good game, nonetheless. I mean, if, if anything else, it was a good game. Yes, it was on NBC. Um, you know, I'm glad it's not like Monday night. I don't know what I'm gonna do because I don't have ESPN right now because I have Spectrum. So um, yeah, I, I won't get any Monday night football games Mike, for a while. I gotta don't worry out about that. I got mine. you. I got you. All right, I'll text. I need. You'll be able to watch the game. You'll be good. I need I need to watch everything though because also with Spectrum I get my Lakers channel, Mike. and I don't know who provides Lakers channel. If I can, if I can get my Lakers channel, are, are and you gonna, whatever else? Sorry to cut you off. Are you going to be around the area around my shop tomorrow or Saturday? Um, neither day, neither day. Um, probably sometime next week. I'll be running a shop Thursday because I got to go out there for, for my dad's stuff. So I'll talk to you. I'll be out your way Thursday. I'll get you something and get you those games. You'll be good. You'll I, be watching. I, pre- I appreciate it, man. It's, I, I got a doubleheader uh, soccer game Saturday, and I'm refing all day. I'll be in the sun literally all day on the hottest day of the week. God bless America and these kids. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you were saying back 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 to football. I don't know. I, got, I, I went on another swing again talking about how I'm going to miss the game. You wanted to talk about? Go ahead. It's so- your show. Run it. No, let's go through the schedule. Let's go ahead and make our picks. Yes, sir. We have we have All not right. made our picks. We should have done this a little earlier. Um, as far as that game, Kansas City, Detroit, I had that as a pick 'em. And it was just because of Kelsey uh, injury. But if Kelsey was there, I would. Um, so I just had it as a pick 'em. So let's go through the schedule. I did pick Detroit. I, did I did you pick so Detroit you, once I once I found out Kelsey because you're in my fantasy chat chat and everything like that. I said it in there. I saw Detroit's going to win this game. And I was laughing whoever picked Kelsey first, which was Joshua, I believe, picked Kelsey first round. He said it was an auto pick. I said, man, 
he was ranked number eight in the whole all of fantasy. So a lot of people were getting him in the first five to six picks in the in, in fantasy land. And all those guys missed out. Their first round pick did not play this week. So good times. But go ahead. So now let's go ahead and move into the schedule. We'll go into the early yep. games. I want you to give me your picks. We have lined up is Carolina Atlanta. Who do you who do you got? Um, I know Carolina has some turnovers um, with different quarterbacks, receivers, running back. Got Miles Sanders down there now. Um, but I'm still going to go with Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta has um, some young tools. They got the, they're going to have probably the the offensive rookie of the year down there and Bijan um, right out of Alabama, wherever he's from. I forgot where he's from, honestly. But um, I think Atlanta's going to win that game. I think they'll beat Carolina at home. Uh, I got Atlanta as well. I just think they're going to be a much better team than uh, a lot of the ESPN, etc., all the major media. I just think they're going to be a little bit better. Now, obviously, they're not going to have a winning record, but they will be better than what we think. So we'll go ahead and move on to the second game. The second game, we have Cincinnati at Cleveland. Who you got? Um, you know, you know, it's funny. Before we move on to that, I'm looking at the ticket prices. I say, you know, if a game is trash or not. Um, and the Carolina Falcons game, that game, that ticket price is $42. Oh, that mercy. So that lets you know everything you need to know <laughs> for an opener. That's $42. But anyways, um, Cleveland, Cincinnati, that's a tough one. Really comes down. Joe Burrow just got paid. It comes down to if Joe Burrow, his calf is healed like it's supposed to be. Um, I feel like Deshaun Watson got all of his kinks out with the team uh, last season, the last, what, six games of the season. I feel as if that the Browns are, they brought everyone back. They have a team that's on the, to me, has flown under the radar long enough. Who's the team that was built to win it all? Mind you, this team won a playoff game with Baker Mayfield a couple of seasons ago, and now we're sitting here with a team with a player, Deshaun Watson, who was um, one of the best offensive players in the league, led the league in um, uh, uh, passing yards a couple of seasons ago. So I, I just really feel Mike. like Cleveland's going to shock people. I find like people Cleveland's going to shock people. I think Cleveland's going to win. He also led the league. But content. He didn't lead the league in massages, man. He, he ain't he, getting he, massages, the, 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 bro. <laughs> his issue was he kept getting different. That was his issue. If he, sixty-six plus different, masseuse, that's that's ridiculous. Like like you don't need that many sex partners, let alone masseuse. You don't need that many. You don't need that many of anything. You don't need that many cars. You, name anything you need sixty-six of at one and one like. And, and it was not even in a full calendar year. He has a problem. I, I'm not even going to get onto it. Was it legal, not legal? V was whatever he was doing. The problem was he was used to doing something with a few people and he spread it out to 66 plus people. And, and I think that's an issue. You're right. When you think about it like that, that's a problem. But at the end of the day, man, I'm trying to figure out how did he function? How did you put, where did where'd you find the energy? But anyways, um, you such a fool. You threw me off with that one, man. But <laughs> I, I, I feel as if, you know, honestly, you know, that could be a good point. Maybe now that all the cats out the back, he may not be himself that he used to be. He may not be Look, as good because of the fact that I get rubbed out. So I'm going to switch my pick. I got Cincinnati beating Cleveland based off that alone. So I have Cincinnati as well. I just think uh, if you're going to go ahead if for anyone that's going to go ahead and play, just fine. You want to pick them. They, they look like a good home. team on paper. But at the end of the day, you have to see your eyes. What you got to see with your eyes last year. He looked horrible. He did not look anywhere like himself. Does that? We've 
movie, Mike? You remember a young man called Tiger Woods? What happened after he got caught up? It took him a while to get back to normal. Hey, when you're used to something and that something's taken away, you might not be yourself for a little while. So based on what I saw last season from Deshaun Watson and what I saw from Cleveland, there's no way I'm going to pick them. Although they're at home, are they capable of beating them? Yes. But if you're going to put money on this game, you got to go with the Bengals. You got to go with Joe Burrow. You got to go with that offense. They're a proven team. They have are able to go out there and do it time and time again. So I'm going with Cincinnati. Uh, and I think they're probably going to 7 to 10 points. Okay, I could dig it. In mind, we'll move on to the next game. We have Jacksonville at Indianapolis. I got Jacksonville. Really too much about that. Go ahead and give me your pick, Mike. Jacksonville in a blowout. So, all right, we're gonna note this as Jacksonville in a blowout. That, that rookie wanna... quarterback, that rookie, that rookie quarterback, and no Jonathan Taylor. Good luck. No run game for him. Then the following game, we got Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Give me your pick on that. Minnesota easily. Minnesota's gonna dominate that game as well. As they Mayfield, should. Don't believe in them. As they should. They're at home, so they're at home. Minnesota's a tough uh, place to play. So I got the Vikings. I got them in a blowout, actually, in that game. The following game that we have there, we, we're going to breeze through a couple of these, and then we're only going to talk to the one, about the ones we think are important ones to us and that our listeners want to hear about. So as we're moving along the schedule, we're going to go down to Tennessee and New Orleans. Give me your pick. Um, that's a tough one because New Orleans has a whole new system. Um, they have a whole new coat of uh, quarterback, and my old quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. Um, you almost had but, him back. Um, you almost had him back if you wanted him. We're not gonna talk about that. I wish I had sound effects <laughs> to play for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about in fantasy. This Joker tried to trade me Derek Carr for Lamar Jackson. People, stop it. Come on, man. Stop I just stopped. Anyway. No, United. <laughs> no, he's not. Even, he's not. A, he's not a fantasy starting quarterback. He, he's a backup. If, if you have him starting your fantasy team, they better be stacked. So, anyways, um, yeah, I, it's tough because I found. If I'm not mistaken, doesn't Tennessee have D Hop now? They do. They do. So yeah, Mark Henry and D Hop. Mark Henry's never had a. Well, he had AJ Brown before. So let me take that back. But at the end of the day, um, I don't know. I, I think since the runners at home, if Michael Thomas can even be a two-thirds of himself with Chris Alave taking that next step he was like runner-up for offensive rookie of the year um I think New Orleans should win that game I think New Orleans wins it, no matter how good that defense is I think Derek Carr for the first time in his career having a a, a defense that's better than 20th uh, I think they're like a top 10 defense in the league he's never had a defense that good for him to have that kind of security blanket I see New Orleans Saints winning that game and I am with you with New Orleans and it's my pick is very simple I'm not going to go into a lot of details it's which one of the two teams has the better quarterback? I trust Carr over Tannehill any day of the week. I'm going with New I'm probably going to squeak by a three-point win or something like that. Next game, this one I do want to dive into. San Francisco at Pittsburgh. Who do you have? This is a tough one because who's San Francisco's quarterback? Purdy. Um, he's actually starting? Yes, it's going to be Purdy. Is he, is he even 
healthy, like fully? Has he fully recovered? He did play in the preseason, and he actually carved up Denver's uh, first defense. Um, they got a field goal out of the drive, but he moved the ball very, very well. And I believe going uh, preseason game, he looked decent. You know, took him out. I think Purdy's going to be the star, and he'll be just fine. I mean, I I got to see it um, in the in the regular season. I don't give him a Tomlin. Tomlin has yet to have a losing season. Um, they're going to be in Pittsburgh. I feel like Pickens going to do um, big things um, this season. I think they're going to be the biggest surprise team because they're in the toughest division in all of football, and they can't afford to lose games like this. I know it's a, the the Niners are supposed to be the second best team in the NFC. But in my opinion, man, um, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say the Pittsburgh Steelers win this one. I feel like they're gonna steal it from the Niners. I even, I even got, a, I even got a point spread. I feel like the Steelers win 17-14. I actually have the 49ers winning it, but I am not confident in the pick. And that's to Pittsburgh. Pickett looked pretty good in the pre in the preseason. They their offense looks like it's clicking, it's moving. The guys are kind of, you know, knowing the playbook is really helping them. And it's Pittsburgh. They're always going to bring a top 10 defense. It's rare to see them out of the top 10, out of the top 15. I just think they're going to play good, hard-nosed football. They're going to be able to run. the. Obviously, Bosa barely getting back. I don't know if he's going to play or not. Uh, he should, but I, I think he's just going to be like on a pitch count. I just he think just Pittsburgh, get paid? He just got paid. He got 35 he a year. Yeah, he got he 35 a year. Yeah, really quarterback practice. money. So absolutely, he's getting Dak money. So anyhow, you, you and you're probably might be the team that you have to keep your eye on. That a lot of people might be sleeping on in that division. Uh, but Pittsburgh, I think, is will be really good. I think it could be a pick'em game, but I'm just gonna go with the 49ers. Going out, giving Pittsburgh all their props. It would not shock me to see them win that game. So as we move along in the schedule, now we're gonna go ahead and move into Arizona and Washington. I got Washington in that. I really don't need to speak too much on that game. I don't think I don't think a lot of care, but who you got? My my cousin, my cousin Flip, he's a longtime Washington. He's he still wears the skins hats. He would not call them commanders. I got the commanders winning this one easily, even though uh the head coach is on the hot seat. <laughs> so. He better win this game. He better win this game. He might get fired after this game. They lose this game. They at home, he may be fired after week one. So uh, and then the next win. game after that, you got Baltimore and Houston. Houston will be traveling to Baltimore. I got Baltimore just blowing them out. I think this right here is going to put, this is the game they need to circle to show the world we are here. This division, this conference is not just Chiefs and and and, and Buffalo and, and the Bengals. And that's what they're here to show. They're here to put the Bengals on notice and the Chiefs on notice. And I said already, the Chiefs lost already. I've also said, I, I was just joking with you earlier, I still got Cleveland winning. I have Bengals losing. And now we're going to have Baltimore winning. Baltimore going to have a game lead on them early. I got Baltimore. It's not only that Baltimore's going to win. It's how they're going to win. They're going to win at every level of the ball. And it doesn't matter. I don't care if Houston's not that great. I don't care about Stroud and whatever, and CJ Stroud. That, that doesn't matter. They're all NFL players. If they blow them out by 30-plus, if you could, if I, they're gonna beat them so bad. Lamar Jackson's gonna sit in the fourth quarter, and I don't want that because I got him as my quarterback in one of my leagues. But Lamar <laughs> Jackson may not play the fourth quarter. They're gonna beat him that bad. OBJ is gonna go for like ninety yards and like three receptions. 
I'm telling you what I like. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna yeah, be crazy. Yeah, I think Baltimore's like, gonna Flowers, completely annihilate them. Come on, man. It's it's gonna be bad. Mark Andrews. It's gonna be bad. They're gonna they're gonna be up. This 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 is my last part on it. It's gonna be twenty eight to three at the end of the first half. Mark it down. Mark it down. Yeah, I can see that. Twenty eight to three. Twenty eight to three. End of the first half. I'm telling you. And I'm gonna say closer to 21, 21 three. So twenty eight. I'll do three touchdowns in the first. Bro, in the first, I'm you saying twenty eight because it's the first week. These guys have been really practicing. They've been in camp early after they started. Once they paid OBJ and they didn't even pay Lamar yet, they were already practicing together. I don't know if you do that. They were already I did not. doubted. They, they, yes, they were already, as soon as they paid, actually right before, but as soon as they paid him, there was already reports. Go on Twitter, search it. They were already practicing with each other. These guys are already dialed in. These guys are all happy locked in. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Baltimore's well, we, going to be humming 28-3 we both, into the first quarter. First we half. both have Baltimore, and then we're going to move on to the next game. This is intriguing. Now, I'm going to tell you why I think it's intriguing. I'm not even picking a winner in this game. I'm not picking a winner. Okay. Because I don't know about either quarterback. Green Bay at mm. Chicago. You don't really know. So, usually, mm. if I'm going to make a pick, I'll go based on the quarterback. Then I'll start going down the team, and then who's the, who's the home team, right? I don't know who to pick on this one. I really don't. Because you don't know what love is and how how good is Fields. I get that preseason game where he had that insane pass through for a million yards on three passes, but that wasn't air yards. He those were dump offs. And the receivers, running backs made great plays. I'm not gonna knock them for it, but I just haven't seen enough of them. So I don't really know who to pick in this. Who do you got? Um, I wouldn't say it's easy, but uh, I'm going to confidently say Green Bay Packers going to go ahead and beat Chicago. Chicago. I just feel like Fields has too much of an incline. I think CJ Moore is his first year there. They might not start cooking until like week three, week four. And so as of right now, you're going to see him revert back to running. And I think Green Bay's defense is going to stuff that. And I feel like Jordan Love's going to play a conservative game. But with their coach, with their head coach, with Mark Lefleur, as, as Stephen A. would say, <laughs> I feel like they'll be just fine. He's been in that organization for three seasons now. He'll be just fine. Jordan Love's going to come right in there. He's not going to. He's not going to give you 400 yards, 300 plus yards. But he's he's going to have a game with low turnovers, probably one or none, and he's going to give you about two touchdowns. I feel like he'll put like two touchdowns, one or no touch. And and I feel like they're going to outscore Green Bay. I'm sorry, I feel like Green Bay's going to outscore Chicago. I don't feel like Phil's got it just yet. As far as that game, I mean, I wish I could watch it. You obviously are not going to be able to watch it just because I want to see which one of these two quarterbacks is going to be able to develop. Because uh, I think Fields came out in the draft after Love, correct? So I'm not sure. A little bit yes. longer, I think, like a year. So this is a make yeah, or break it for both of these quarterbacks. And I would not like, really. This I would, is Love's first start. This is Love's first start. And yeah, but he's season up on. no. I, I believe he started against the Chiefs, and I, I believe he's had two starts already. Uh, and he's been in the league. He's been sitting behind Aaron Rodgers he's for been three sitting, years. Though, so it doesn't, it doesn't count. It's yeah, but you know what? Holding that clipboard and watching that film and watching one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to play should be something that should. That's why I give the edge to Green Bay. That's why I give so, the edge to Green Bay. That's why I feel like Green Bay, even though Fields played all last season, I feel like playing behind one of the best quarterbacks I, of all time. And I'll join system, you on the Green Bay. Yeah. When you on that pick, you made very, very valid points. So I'll join you on that one. I had it as 
I, I wasn't even gonna pick that game, but I'll go with you. You persuade me on that one. So. I, I, I even feel like I feel like Fields has a higher ceiling. I just feel like he's gonna win this game. That's all. Well, we'll see what Fields does. So then on to the Las Vegas Raiders against my Denver Broncos. Oh, I, I thought, uh, I thought uh, we were saying that one for last. No, no, no. We are. We're gonna hit the brakes on that. We're gonna continue the schedule last since it's our home right. teams so we'll go ahead and skip that philadelphia and new england i got philly in a blowout and i mean a blowout where patriot fans are going to be booing bill belichick it's gonna get ugly there is no playmakers on the patriot side that can deal with the firepower that the eagles have on offense you can tell me they have a great defense this blah 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 the Eagles are going to put a, they're going to hang 40 on them. 40 at New England. The only way they do not hang 40 on them. Belichick and the Patriots have mics all over that place already. All doing it all over again. And they're able to find out what, what they're doing. But if not, I'm very confident in saying the Eagles are going to smack them around. You're going to hear some boo. And it might be an early season for the Patriots. Your thoughts? Uh, I don't see it that way. Do I see the, the Eagles winning? Yes, I have the Eagles winning. But I don't have it as a blowout. This, is to me, is going to be the opposite. Or not the opposite, but a little bit different from the Baltimore-Houston games I picked earlier. I feel like Philadelphia is going to win. But I still feel like Belichick is Belichick. He's not, to me, he's obviously never been a great offensive coach. But he had a great offensive mind in Tom Brady. And it's, it's proven. But his defensive accolades are unmatched. Yes, he cheats, whatever whatever his reasons are, you're not blowing him out. I feel like the Eagles are going to win, but not overly convincing. I say they're going to win by 10, at 14 at best. So I feel at, like the Eagles will win in, in New England, but not by a blow by any, by any means. It's going to be a low-scoring game. That would be convincing enough for me, but I'm calling a blowout. <laughs> All right. So let's move along. Uh, this is a game I really want to talk about. Miami at the chargers that is a tough game to call just because you know the firepower miami has and you know the firepower the chargers have offensively they both have studs all over that the field studs which defense is going to be able to step up to get a stop crucial stops around that game and if I'm picking this game, I'm just just the fact that Justin Herbert is better than Tua and they're playing at home, I'll go with the Chargers on that. Um, but I, one of those games that you have, your, your, your eyes going to be glued to see what offense does what and can the other offense match it. Not only will they match it better, and it's going to be back and forth. That game might. Are you tired of spending your entire weekend at dealerships only to feel as if you got a raw deal? Don't you hate all the back and forth and haggling for countless hours? Imagine this. While you're at work or having dinner or just enjoying life, the people at Pure Diamond Auto are working a great deal on your behalf. With Pure Diamond Auto, they have a team of former sales and finance managers who know all the tricks of the trade. Call 562 PDA 7888 today for a free consultation. That's 562 
732-7888. What can I say? I love PDA. All right, you already know what time it is. It's my favorite part of the show. It's the happy birthday, so let's go. August Alcina, start getting those entanglements. He's turning 31 this week. Red Foo, Red Foo's turning 48. And Sean White, he's turning 37. Charlie Sheen turned 58 this week. DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club turning 46. Xavier Woods for the WWE turning 37. And Beyonce, the Queen Bee herself, turning 42. Big boy in the morning turning 54. And, um... Kyle Saka, Kyle Saka, he's turning 22. He's a soccer player. Light skin Keisha turning 29. Sin Carr for the WWE turning 46. And Damon Wayans, his funny self, turned 63. Ron Strowman for the WWE turning 40. And Michael Keaton, the original Batman to me, he turned 72. Slim Thugger, mother what? Slim Thug turned 43. John Wall in the NBA turning 33. Asher Angel, he's from Shazam. He's the young Shazam, turning 21. Pink, Pink, she's turning 44. And Kevin Love in the NBA turning 35. Idris Elba, one of my favorite actors, he's turning 51. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT, turning 42. Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Spider Mitchell, turning 27. Foxy Brown, turning 45. David Arquette, turning 52. And Macy Gray. Turning 56 herself. Lorenz Tate, never aged. Lorenz Tate, turning 48. Anika Noni Rose, turning 51. And Afro Jack, the DJ Afro Jack, turning 36. Adam Sandler, turning 57. And Pippa Middleton, turning 40. Michael Buble, turning 48. And YK Osiris, turning 25. Hugh Grant turning 63 and Leslie Jones turning 56. J.R. Smith turning 38 and Gloria Gaynor turning 80. Eric Stone Street, he is from Modern Family. Eric Stone Street turning 52. And Jonathan Majors, get better, my brother, because I know they try to scapegoat you and put you out there and blackball you. Jonathan Majors, he's turning 34. Get back out there, brother. Um, Gaten Mat- Matarazzo, he's from Stranger Things. We want the braces. He's turning 21. Wiz Khalifa turning 36. Bernie Sanders turned 82. And then finally, 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 my family, Christian, Uncle Chris, Uncle Christian Vincent, and Cheryl Mora, all having birthdays this week. I got in trouble for saying family members' birthday ages, so we're going to stop that moving forward. All right, now, some honorable mentions. Jason David Frank, also known as the Green Ranger and the White Ranger from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, would have been 49, passed away 2022. Freddie Mercury, we all know him, passed away in 1991, would have been 77. And finally, Easy e Eric Wright, passed away in 1995 from AIDS, would have been 59 this week. Well, that's all the birthdays we have this week, guys. Now back to the show. (laughs) 
already said it. The difference in this game will be the defense. I feel like the Dolphins have a better defense. Also, too, adding Jalen Ramsey is going to just put extra firepower. I think that their training caps have been very successful and very aggressive and very fast, just like their offense. Um, the Chargers haven't had a good defense since Junior Seau. May he rest in peace. I, I don't. I don't believe in that defense. Maybe they had some de- decent defenses, but they weren't never. You, you can never say depend on them to give me a stop. I, we're down. Need to get the ball back to Herbert. Give me, no, no, not, not against an elite offense. So when I look at that and the Chargers being at home, they don't really have a home crowd. They don't have a home. They're they're one of the teams in the league without a home. I remember that used to be the case for the Jets back in the days. It was Jets and Giants here in the same field. The Jets didn't really have a home. Now they do. The same thing here. The Chargers, they're going to lose. Justin Herbert, when you said something else, Justin Herbert's clearly better than Tua. Is he clearly better than Tua? Statistically, he's not. He's just more available than Tua. Justin Herbert is very talented. Let's not get it twisted. His upside is higher. Yes, that's all true. But statistically, because of what Herbert did in the first couple seasons of his career, but what I've seen the last seat just last season, when, when Tua's on the field, he's elite. Top four. Herbert's not top four. So when I look at everything here, I feel like Miami is going to beat the Chargers. I think it's going to be a good game, but I feel like the charge uh, the, the Dolphins are going to win convincingly on the road. I hope you're right, because I hate I hate the Chargers, and they're in our division. <laughs> I hope you're right, because if that... And then once we talk about our game, then we'd be on top of the division. But let's continue. Ram Seattle, <laughs> in Seattle. Who you got, Mike? Ram Seattle, keep it short. I got Seattle winning this one um, in a close game. Same as well. I got Seattle, close game. I just think the Rams are going to be sellers very, very soon in the season. And unfortunately for a guy like Aaron Donald, I see him getting traded at the trade deadline. I just don't see the Rams taking in. Yeah, it, but think about it. We'll, we'll just talk about it real quick. Going with the schedule. If the Rams are not going to be that good, right? And they're not going to win the division. They're not going to get in the playoffs. What do they have looking forward? They're going to have to well, move Donald. Well, well, see, that's the thing. Well, first of all, I feel like they're going to lose this game because Cups looks like he's going to be injured and miss it. Um, the first game, at least. And that's their biggest offensive weapon. But they have enough decent players to make the playoffs because the NFC is just that porous. So I wouldn't completely write it off because their division is not that strong. They Who do they have? It's no, them. absolutely. Right. It's, them, it's absolutely. them, Seattle. And then you have the Cardinals, who's Gore tanking this season. The Niners, you see what I'm saying? So it's just the Niners and them, really. I mean, the, the Seahawks aren't really threats. They barely made it in. You can, you can, you can get into the playoffs winning nine games in, in the NFC. So I, I, I can't just say they're not going to win. It's the NFL. Any given Sunday, someone can win. So I, I'm not going to just summarily dismiss the Rams just yet. They were in the Super Bowl just a few years ago. So I, I, I feel like with Stafford, some of the other offensive acres, some of the other guys, Higby, they have they have enough weapons where they can be at least an average team and make the squeak into the playoffs, in my opinion. Look, do I want to see it? No, I don't want to see them broken up. But the writing to remember whenever you win a super bowl and that roster that you had that won that super bowl and once it's that second or third year and they start aching especially a guy like donald think about it donald didn't want to come back because he wanted that contract right not only did he get his money but he also wants to win so think about it as the season's going and if that season's going well the best thing for the rams would be to move donald and yeah, a get some contender, back, get some picks. Ex- yeah. Yes, and a contender, would, he he would just basically be change of scenery. This guy would be back to defensive player, back to just being destructive, 
But I just don't think he's going to be that player this season because if the season starts going south on them, he's just going to check out. And I'm nothing against Donald. You already made all that money. This is that Conor McGregor effect, right? You got, you made all that money. Are you still really that hungry until you're in a different situation? So we'll move on to Dallas at the Giants. Who you got on that game? Um, I got I got Dallas winning that game. They just got too many firepower. I mean, um, well, you know what? Mm, I don't know. They're in New York, and it's a, it's night a tough game. one. It's, it's a, a tough one. Game. When I more I think about it, because we got Darren Waller, my boy over there, another weapon. St. Quan Barkley looks healthy. I don't know. Um, their defense is pretty good. Dallas, but you know, no. Let me let me back this. What do I talk about? <laughs> Dallas got this one. I forgot their their defense is, is stout. Their offense is solid. Dak has a lot of prove. I think by with that trade that the owner did is sparks a fire, um, gets people uncomfortable. And I feel like at at the minimum, Dak's gonna be trying to get an um, MVP voting. His stats gonna go up. Rather they win in the playoffs, is irrelevant. Is there, are they gonna be a playoff team? Is a question. I feel like they'll be a playoff team because same thing they did when they when when Green Bay drafted. Um, Jordan Love, we, as we spoke of earlier, what did it do to Aaron Rodgers? Two back-to-back MVPs. So um, I feel like something's going to be done similarly here. Will they win or play in the playoffs, whatever? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about this game. And this is going to be the first of many games. Dallas is going to probably, they're going to win 12-plus games this season easily. And this is going to be one of them. Yeah, I got I got Dallas winning this. I actually got them winning it by like a touchdown or so. Um, I just yeah. think they're the better team. If you line them up, you know, 10 times. I think da- Dallas will get them seven of the 10. I just think they're deeper on defense. They can keep up with the Giants. I get the Giants have uh, Saquon, awesome running back. They have Wall, awesome tight end. Uh, they have some receivers. I mean, it's not a great pass game. Um, but who do you put your money on? Jones or Dak? And that's kind of a wash. But just the fact that Dallas has that defense, and I think Dak is better than Jones, just by a bit. <laughs> just you, by a bit. <laughs> just by a bit. Like, just Dude, by a bit. you have Cowboy fans all in my mentions, bro. Stop. Stop. No. You don't have to love Dak. No, no. No, no look. No, no. You got to look. No, 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 no. Dak, Dak is by far better than Daniel Jones. Of course, not even, they're, not the, they're, they're not even on the same team. I'm, no, I'm just comparing Dak. last seasons. Last season. No, still. Yeah. Dak just had a bunch of turnovers. You take the turnovers out. Look at his touchdown, pass the touchdowns. You but know, you have to they, factor they, in the turnovers. You have to. No, you, you got to take care you, of the football. You, that was no, but he's always taking care of the football. Just one season. I it's still been one have, season. Look, like I said, I have Dallas. I just think they're the better team. Uh, yeah. Quarterbacks a bit better. Um, a bit better. You so. <laughs> I look because I just see. Look, I see Dak do some dumb, oh dumb, God. dumb, dumb crap. We see it. We you, can go you through the whole NFC, and Dak's a top four quarterback or top three quarterback in the NFC. Now that Aaron Rodgers is gone, he's a top three quarterback in the NFC. How do you that's think he's be- just okay? That's because twelve of them suck, bro. <laughs> that's why. Like, no, but 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 okay, Daniel, all right, Daniel all right. Jones, just just okay, Dak. just exactly what you just said. Put him in the AFC. Where would he be? Right next to Russell Wilson at the bottom. That's not true. He just won't be at the top. The, the AFC is where all oh. the quarterbacks are. Exactly. So he yeah, look, Dak is not a top fifteen guy in the NFL. Fifteen quarterback. Yeah, he's not a top fifteen. He's right he around is. fifteen, maybe fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, about fifteen. He's right at fifteen. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what are we saying? There's there's thirty two 
There's 32 uh, quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the league. Middle of the pack. I'm not bashing him. I'm just saying. I got him a little bit over. Where's Danny Dimes? 29th? Uh, He's like... He's like 25th. He's a, he's a no, he's, no, he's, little, he's he's way down. Just there, I just think the turnovers, the, the the turnovers are way bigger. That was than one him. season, bro. It was one season. I'm not. No even man, a, he uh, does dumb. He does dumb stuff all the time. Yeah, but, but it was not, one season. No, he does it all the time. He's always done. No, it was one season. It, if that wasn't the case, the Cowboys would have been moving on further in the playoffs, but they never do. No, right? he, 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 they he has never turnovers do. at crucial moments. He led Thank the league you. in turnovers. Like, yeah, yeah, but he's, he's not a turnover artist. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's one season. His turnovers are never high like that. He he gets results. He, 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 he'll, he'll give you 300 plus, 350 yards a night. And, Regardless, and we got Dallas in that. We both have them. Yeah. We'll disagree yeah, no, on Dak no, a no, little no, bit. No, dis- you no, think no, of no him disrespect higher. Him. Yeah, you know, like no, I said. No, bro, you comparing him to Danny Dimes, bro. I like, just said he's a little doing? bit better than him. He's That's a all lot I said. better than him. Uh, you know what? We can argue that all night long. But based <laughs> on, I'm just going based on last season. Not the old. Even last season. Just even last, last season. season. Is a lot better than him. Even but last season. We'll move on. We're giving the Cowboy fans way too much to listen to. Danny bro, they, they, they're, 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 there's no bigger fan base. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I know, but I want to move on from them. And right, uh, enough right. of them. And enough it's, of them. Yeah, it's you. It's you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're running shit. Enough. No, you're good. You're running shit. The, the last thing I need is Skip Bayless listening to us. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Right. Let him, let yeah, him I'm just him kidding. Him. Hey, man. Yeah, okay. bring him on, and then he'll talk about the Cowboys for 17 hours straight. I could never we'll talk to Skip Bayless. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're still on TV. I, I couldn't do it. But go ahead. But we'll move on to the Monday night matchup. We got yeah. Buffalo at the Jets. Mm. I have Buffalo. I just think the Jets are, it's going to take them a little bit of time to click because that offensive line still has a lot of work to do. Uh, Defensively, the Jets are good. The Jets defensively, I'm not going to say anything bad about them. In every level, defensive line, linebackers, cornerbacks, safeties, they're pretty good across the board. So as a unit, they're they're going to be a top five defense. Um, But I still have Buffalo just because of Josh Allen. The guys have been together a little bit longer. And just, I think it's going to take Aaron Rodgers a little bit longer to click with that offense. Your thoughts? Oh, okay. Um, funny thing you say um, about Josh Allen being the reason why, when you look with the things you were just critiquing the last quarterback about, Dak Prescott, it's the turnovers. I have Josh Allen throwing too many picks to this defense, and he better not throw the ball to Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner going to pick his butt off. He might get a pick six. I got the Jets winning this one. It won't be in a blow or nothing like that, even though they are going to be uh, at, at Metal Life. I got the Jets winning. I got I got Aaron Rodgers winning in his home opener. I got the Jets dominating the, the line of scrimmage, which is big. Is Stephon Diggs even playing in this game? They have a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. He's playing. Okay, well, for last time I last time I checked, they ain't like they were on the same page, and 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 we don't have that same situation in the Jets. Everything is looking good over there. Don't forget. Um, Brees Hall is back. Dalvin Cook is there as well. Brees Hall doesn't have to run all the. You don't have to be about bell cow. You have Dalvin Cook, one of the best running backs in the game. He's 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 top ten every year, top five for the last three years. All right, so you have him there as your secondary running back. After Brees Hall was about to be uh, offensive player of the year, but then your teammate took it from you because you got hurt. Listen, this team's gonna be really clicking on all cylinders. Second year for the actual offensive rookie of the year, and um, and Garrett Wilson. Catching balls from one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I got Gary Wilson in my fantasy league, one of them. I feel like he's going to go off for like 120 yards, two tubs. All right. So let's I got, just I got, do, I got the Jets winning this. So let's just recap it real quick. 
We both had Atlanta. I had Cincinnati. Are you still sticking to Cleveland or are you coming yeah, to I'm, Cincinnati? I'm, I'm, nope, Cleveland. I got Cleveland. All right, so I'm going to go ahead. And then we both have Jacksonville, which we're good there. Uh, Minnesota, we're both there. New Orleans, are you sticking with Tennessee? New Orleans, right? No, New Orleans, yeah. All right, cool. You went Pittsburgh. I went San Francisco. Yeah. We both did Washington, so we're good there. Baltimore, we're both there. Uh, you persuade me over on Green Bay. I wasn't even going to pick that game, but good there. Philadelphia, we both picked them. You did Miami. I went with the Chargers. Seattle at Rams. We both did Seattle and no, no, Dallas. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. we both picked Seattle. Oh, I, I didn't pick the Rams? No, no, you picked Seattle. No, I picked yeah. the Rams. Run the tape. I, 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 made, I, I, made, <laughs> I made the case for the Rams winning that game. Okay, so you're going nodded down here. And then you I, got I the Jets. I regret that pick, though, because they are on the road. It's in Seattle. It is in Seattle. Oh, no, but, no, no. You're right. I picked, I picked yes. Seattle because I said Cups hurt. I said Cups hurt. Uh-huh. Got so, yeah. got it right. right. So, right. I got My them bad. all here. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to the game that has the most interest for me and Mike, our rivals. <laughs> that is a rivalry game. The Raiders, the Las Vegas, nah, disgusting Raiders at <laughs> Mile High, Denver, Colorado against my Denver Broncos. Mike, make your case for your team. Um, see, you should know me better than that by now. I'm not going to make a case for our team. I'm going to make a case for my team is not going to win this game. I, I, I love my Raiders. I said it last season. I don't know if you remember. When Derek Carr was on my team, I said, I'd rather have Jimmy G. Did I not say that? Run the tape. And I, I, I didn't know we were going to get him, but I was, it, it was not a, a matter of that I thought Jimmy G was better. I felt like he could orchestrate this team better. I feel like he's just a winner. Some people just win. I don't know if it's a confidence, something they ooze to the rest of the players. Maybe players want to play for them. Maybe people want to block for them. I do believe in Jimmy G for this team. Do I think he's a team uh, players will get you over to, to the promised land? No, because Jimmy G also needs a good defense. And that's what we're hurting. Our defense just isn't good enough. But when it comes down to it, I last season I called Denver Broncos. I said they're gonna win it all. Y'all had the worst team in, in, in the in the division the year before. I said you guys now all y'all needed was a, a quarterback. I made all the case for why um, Russell Wilson, uh, Sierra's husband, is gonna ball out, and he let me down. Do I feel like Peyton Sean Payton's gonna change the culture there? Yes, but we're missing one key thing. Sean Payton was masterful, but he did all that with Drew Brees. He did a few things with, with, with the turnover king before in, in uh, uh, what's that brother's name? Uh, the Jameis, famous Jameis. Yeah, famous Jameis. He did make Jameis Wilson look good. He did some crazy things with Taysom Hill as well. I get all that. But it's the same thing will happen in New England with, with, with Belichick. He ain't crap without Tom Brady. Sean Payton is not that dude without, without Drew Brees. So I still feel like, even though I feel like Denver should win this game, I feel like my Raiders are going to come to play. Their defense is going to step up. Garoppolo's going to slow down the game, letting the defense rest. Not these three and outs that Derek Carr used to do all the time. They're going to run. They're going to run that ball. They're going to do a lot of short outs. They're not going to do any deep balls. They're going to they're going to just dice, slice and dice your Denver Broncos team and wear them out. I got the Raiders winning down the road. So I will go ahead and make my case for the Denver Broncos. I have the Broncos winning this game. It's going to be a close one though. But I, I have them winning by a field goal. And the reason is, and this is my main reason, besides me being a homer, 
They're playing at home in Denver, Colorado. And remember, it's one mile high. Okay, at that altitude is going to kick the Raiders' butt. As much as you want to say you're going to hold on to the ball, do this, do that, do this, in the fourth quarter, they're going to run out of gas. And that's where Denver's going to go ahead and steal this game. And they'll probably end up winning this game 27-24, 24-21, something in, in those the mid-20s. I just think their defense is better. Uh, I think their defense is going to be able to keep keep Jimmy on check. First of all, Jimmy has notoriously been bad in Denver. Let's just go back to last season when he started that game with the 49ers. That was a much better roster than what the Raiders are rolling in there. And a much and he got 10 points. That defense shut him down. Now you could go ahead and say, "Oh, well it's a different offensive uh, scheme." Well, we'll we'll go back a little bit more. When Jimmy G went to Denver 3 years ago, he got shut down again. He he does not play well in Denver. That's one. Two, Denver's defense is much better than people are giving them credit. Everyone knew their defense was good last year. They switched over to Vance Joseph. I think they're going to be a little bit more aggressive with their cornerbacks. Uh, it might leave them a little success. Excuse me, a little bit where Devontae can eat. But I just think they're going to go ahead and double tape Devontae and say, see if can the rest of the guys beat them. Um, I'll pick Denver. That altitude is going to kick your guys' butt. And we'll squeak that one out with a three-point, yeah, field goal. We'll call it by a field goal. Last second field goal. You think McManus going to get a field goal late or something like no, that? No, 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 no. We don't have McManus anymore. Oh, yeah. We cut him. Oh, yeah. We cut him. We cut him. We uh, got the Saints kicker. You got to remember, Sean oh, Payton's going to his. Oh, no, you yeah, got Lutz? Yeah, he got Lutz. So he's going back to his. Going back to the well and getting the guys that he knows. So slowly but surely, you're going to see a lot of the, uh, some of the older players that were there from the previous regime, Russell Wilson. If he doesn't get it going, he will eventually phase these guys out. Um, I don't think we're going to have that great of a season at max, maybe ten wins, and that's on the on the high <laughs> side. And that's on the high side. I'm talking about a lot of things have to break for us, but I think we're going to be closer <sighs> to about seven wins. All right, so I didn't give you my point spread. I'll do that now. Um, I'm going to go backwards from where you came from. Not only are your t- is your team not going to win 10 games, they're not going to win more than six. They're going to be six, seven games. All right, I'm going to start you there. Um, next thing is uh, my Raiders going to finish a little bit better than that. You guys will be at the bottom again. And then, then you get to see Sean Payton do his thing, and then Russell Wilson will meet his way out the door. Um, I feel like my Raiders going to win 17-13. It's going to be 17 30. going to win by four. 17 13. Both teams are going to struggle to score touchdowns because that's not what Jimmy G does. And I feel like Josh Jacobs is going to get a touchdown. I feel like Jimmy G is going to throw one to Devontae Adams. So Adams and Josh Jacobs will both get touchdowns. I feel like you guys will struggle to get touchdowns unless you guys get a pick six. I don't see your offense getting to the end zone maybe once. So, so that's how, many why does, I got how many picks does Jimmy give up? Maybe one. And there's your pick six right there. <laughs> that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That, but that's that's your soul. That's your soul. You guys are going to get one touchdown. It's going to be either from your defense or get lucky from from uh, for, for, was it Javon Williams? That that that's that's it. I don't feel like um, I don't feel like Russ is going to throw a touchdown in this game. I don't see him throwing a touchdown pass. I see Jimmy G throwing one touchdown pass to Devontae Adams, and then another one being ran in by Josh Jacobs um, somewhere within the red zone. A short run. Uh, that's how I see it happening, and I feel like those two touchdown scores is going to be a difference in the game. And, and of course, Carlson is going to do his thing. 
So um, that's why I feel like it's 17, um, 17 to um, 17 to 13. You guys, you guys are going to get one touchdown and a bunch of field goals, and that's it. I don't see Russell Wilson converting in the red zone. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, we're both picking our own teams. Uh, only reason why I'm picking against your team this year is because they let me down last year. I'm not at last season. I said my team's not going to win um, 10 games. I said they won't win more than eight, and I was right. I called everything right except for your Denver Broncos, so they pissed me off. They're, I called everything right last year except for your Denver Broncos. I even called Tua getting hurt. I even called Tua coming back from said injury. Met vets online. People still owe me money. So at the end of the day, I'm not fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, no, fool me once, shame on you. Whatever it is, you ain't gonna shame. You ain't gonna fool me again. All right. So I, I have no faith in your Bron- I have no faith in your Broncos. I feel like they will be better, but not good enough. I, I feel like it's gonna be a tall task for him for for your coach to bring this group together. They just don't believe in in, in Russell Wilson. We gotta wait till that turns around. I, so I um, join yeah, you man. on that. I join you on those thoughts about Russell Wilson. And that's why I said even yeah. that everything has to break just right just to get ten wins. But I think they're gonna be right around seven. Yeah, well, seven, which is better than last year. I think you guys were six last year, right? Uh, was six, it five? Or was yeah, it about, five? About five, six. Yeah, I think five. Five, yeah. I think the record five, was five. 12, yeah. So. yeah, five and 12. So, yeah, around seven wins. That's better. It's an improvement. But that's not what Sean Payton's going to want. And it's because that, div- that division's tough. You got to face the Chargers and, and, and the Chiefs twice. You know, so good luck. You know what I mean? So, but the Chargers are the Clippers. The Chargers are the Clippers. The Clippers win a lot of games, make it to the playoffs every year. So, yeah, but you can beat them. They're beatable. They're not. Look, see, they're, the they're only beatable. team. Look, the only team that looks them. And tonight they got beat. The Chargers. They have two of their top every, players. Huh? I, I get that, but they got beat. Did your eyes see them get beat? They, they got edged so, out. Yeah, they got edged out. Fine. They're still the juggernaut in the division. If you're gonna if you're gonna get to the Super Bowl, you're gonna have to go to Kansas City. But now let's teams in that division. Can the Broncos beat the Raiders? Can the Raiders beat the Broncos on any given day? Absolutely. Yes. Can the Broncos beat the Chargers? Yes. Can the Chargers beat the Broncos? Mm-hmm. Yes. Back and yes. forth. They normally always split as far as the Broncos and the Chargers. Now the Raiders have had a six, I believe a six game winning streak, which is you know, it's been weird to see. But then again, if you really go back to between 20, was it 2012 to 17, the Broncos own the Raiders. So it happens that way. But on any weekend, are you really confident betting on the Raiders over the Broncos or vice versa? I'm not confident betting on it, right? Neither would you. So that's why in this division, the, the bottom three teams are just going to beat each other up. It's can you beat the Chiefs? That's really what it's going to come down to in that division. I mean, if you say so, I feel like the Raiders are going to beat Denver. I'll put, I'll put money on it. How much you want to put? Let's go do, let's do a 50 on it. Nope. I'll put five bucks on it. All right, then. Five bucks. Five, you know, AC, AC, $2 bet. I'm a $5 bet. $5 bet. There you go. Five bucks, and I'll send you videos from the game. I'll get, <laughs> I'll be there, and I'll watch it with my own two eyes. Right. That field goal going through, and we get a win. <laughs> Just because it's early right. in the season. I got the Raiders beating them in the last game, by the way. All right, cool. In, in, in Vegas, we should be good. We should, that's a game we should go to. Yep, it's to right after game, New Year's. Really. I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. That 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 put. We got to get those tickets. I want to go. And and the Super Bowl is there this year, so we got to go back to back. 
go there then and a month later go back down there again oh i'm down to go party out there for absolutely. sure yep absolutely i don't even want to go to the super bowl because i don't want to pay those crazy prices but i want to be in the vicinity absolutely so just a quick uh thing about the super bowl if you have not gone to Vegas to watch the Super Bowl in Vegas, I, I, I do every you year. must do it every year, bro. I've been so, doing that for almost uh, like half a decade. Yeah. So birthday, to all the listeners, weekend. it's my birthday. So weekend. for the listeners, <laughs> have to go do it. I was just there last year. Uh, yeah. Fremont has the Super Bowl experience yeah. uh, where they put this gigantic TV outside. Yeah. Um, and you can pay for your own table. So if you get like six of you guys or eight or 12, the tables all come in different seating capacities. I believe you, it's a hundred bucks for your seat. You get a wristband, but here's the good thing about the hundred dollars. It goes towards alcohol. So not only are you there in this great atmosphere, watching it on these big screens outdoors in Vegas, at any point you that's and then come right back to your seat great atmosphere so if you have not done it get up to vegas and watch the super bowl out there I, i'm pretty sure it's gonna be crazy because the super bowl is there in vegas this upcoming year it's gonna yeah it's gonna be crazier this year because the super bowl is actually gonna be there but i've been doing it for years so before the season went to 17 games which is just last season before that the super bowl will be on my birthday weekend my birthday is february 3rd so now it's like on an 8 9 10 weekend versus being first second third right correct um yeah. so i used to go out there for my birthday so I, my boys we would roll out there as if it's a birthday weekend slash we out there for, for for super bowl right i got you beat with one how about this the Westgate, which used to be the hilton so the back side yes. of, of, of the strip over there right they have arena sitting, arena style sitting with three big mega screens. You're indoors, and it's a big old arena in the inside. You got to get there early enough to get a ticket, free seating. You guys go in there, and they have raffles. They give you a ticket. You have a raffle, winning pr prizes and stuff during um, timeouts and and halftime and whatnot. They they have the concession stands uh, underneath. All the foods dirt cheap, like food. If you go to a stadium, like hot dogs, nachos, beers, same kind of atmosphere. Like you're at the game. Three big screens crazy atmosphere people wearing their jerseys like you're at the game bro it's crazy yep. and it's free yep we um, mike we got to start planning absolutely like I, I i've been doing it for years i didn't go last year first because it was different it was not my birthday weekend last year so that was the first time in like six seven years that i did not go to vegas for the super bowl mike your <laughs> birthday should time. be rolling for two time. weeks it's got to go for two <laughs> that's weeks, that's man. What, that's what we should do. But but the way, well, my daughter was happy. She's nine now, um, and she was nine at the time. So last year, this year, this year, really, this Super Bowl was the first time I spent my birthday with my daughter since she's been alive. I was, I'm in Vegas. I, it's crazy. It's a first, and I didn't even realize that she said it. She's like, she said, it's the first time, you know, because even, because I went to Vegas right before COVID. So I'm still there then. So then after COVID 2021. So, okay, no, I'm sorry. 2021 was the first time because I didn't go 2021. No, I did. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I know I didn't go this year. I know I didn't go this year. So um, I think this was the first time I spent my birthday with her because I didn't go. It's crazy. Anywho. Yeah, man. Well, there you have it. You got our picks, fellas. That's what we think. This, that's what we think is going to happen this week. So to everyone, hopefully you guys got your picks. Let's see, who, let's see who does better, Mike or me. I got them all down. <laughs> we only split on a few of them. We split on like four, so it's going to come down and see. We might split those. It could be two, two. I think we split on like four. So, oh, there you we have it. We should have made like a fifth one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there we have it. Got our picks in. 
another great show to all the listeners. Thank you for listening in. Uh, hopefully, Mike will have me on. We do, and we can do some more picks. Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you taking over this week. Um, you know, I've been I've been in and out of it. You know, everybody knows, but um, it, it's just been um, just trying to uh, this new existence. You know what I mean? The world is a different place these days, and and I'm and I was glad you're able to jump on here with me because honestly, if you wasn't on this week, I probably wouldn't even have a show this week, which is crazy to even think about. But um, and, and it's the the first week of football. You can't cancel the show the first week of football. You lose all your listeners. So I, I, I appreciate you um, for coming on, uh, Tony. Did you want to, before we get out of here, did you want to talk about our fantasy drafts this week? Or or you want to talk about set that up for next week or and see how our fantasy teams did? Well, I don't know. You tell me. No, we'll set it up for next week. I'm not too happy with my draft. <laughs> I'm not happy with my running backs. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll definitely well, talk my about receiving it, bro. <laughs> oh man, I feel like all my teams are well balanced. My, my, I have a team. I'm gonna send it to you. Um, I will send it to you after we get off of here, and you let me know how you feel. I have a team that has like Patrick Mahomes, Etienne. Uh, I forgot. It's pretty stacked. I think I have Devontae Adams, Etienne, and Patrick Mahomes all on the same team. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and and, and, Hawk, and, Hawk, and Hawkinson. Is my oh title. wow! <laughs> Was it like a four-player league? <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a. Oh, there eight. you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, brother. I- I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Talk to you guys later. All right. Y'all been listening to The Time Is Now. Enjoy the rest of your day, people. We do not have the rights to this music. Bink doll. Uh, yeah. One Ladies shot. Bink doll. Uh, this is the one remix. shot. Bink doll. Uh, this is the one remix. shot. Come on. Yeah. I like this. This is the remix. Talk to you. Remix. When I come through the door, I'm on the floor. You want to see my shake? Yeah. Remix. Uh, and when I move it around, you in the corner like that. How she do that deal? Remix. Uh, it's the beat in the meantime. See, I'm a crime. I keep the crowd jumping. Remix. Uh, it's the haters that uh, hate the game and talking loud. Yeah. ain't saying nothing. Remix. Uh, Mr. Cheek, Big Dog, my boys, they put it heavy on the chisel. Remix. High hats, baseline, but boom, 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 blap, blap, bit at. Remix. Uh, it's the remix. God dang it, don't get no better. Y'all suckers and busters being fly too yeah. cute. You better get up. Oh, uh. Turn it around, let me see you something. Go with me, you're from the list, go and be something. Hey, I'm talking lights, camera, action. And they say they're not a sign of this Jackson. Turn it around, let me see you something. Go with me, the real is gonna be something. Hey, I'm talking lights, camera, action. One, two, one, two. It's time for some action. Cameras flashing everywhere, main attraction. They react like I'm one of the Jacksons. I guess it's just my name that attracts them. Remix. World famous PD. I moved in, I live on TV. Remix. And I stay on your radio station, cause I'm placed in heavy rotation. Remix. Now let's shake to this. How much noise can you make to this? I like the sound of that. Tell the bartender, send another round of that. Remix. I don't know where they found you at. Just keep moving around like that. Take it to the ground and back. Oh, she's serious. Now turn around one time. I'm curious. Yeah, this is the remix. Come on.
Come on now. Take a chick back to the telly kid remix. Oh, big things, Mr. Cheek, Speed, Diddy, and Missy Elliott remix. Yo, I got my bottle of mo, my double shot of Jack, and I play the background remix. Yo, until I see a something that I'm really wanting, and I go and lay my mat down remix. The dance floor back, we on the table and we bounce on the seats too. Now you understand what big moves and hot lyrics and beats do. Hey yo. If I ain't on the track of Mr. Cheeks and the M to the S.I.E. Spitting 16, 360 degrees from Carolina. Mr. P to P to Take your shoot off, spin it one time for me. Sound how, get your feet on. Demons in the bees. Lord knows who got love for me. Hold on, let me hold me. Then the down, down, all the way down. To the good, 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 good. Crown with me. Get the bar, never around on me. Get drunk, it's all loose. I ain't about to take them in Bob on the star, Miss Jackson beat. Got a whole club in heat. Shorty, you a Mr. Jack the freak. Stick your tongue out. Time for your soapbox. No new soapbox this week. I apologize. I know. Easy, easy, easy. Go ahead and take a listen to this one. One of my blasts from the past. Take a listen. One great distinction between black folks and white folks. <clears throat> black people have the moral high ground. They do. Black people have them. When you do a comparison morally between white people and black people, you have to take away one thing supremacy black people do not have a culture of black supremacy however white people do so white people are narcissists social cultural systemic narcissists is who we are because of our racism because of the lies of white supremacy but how can white people have morality as long as we have bought into the lies of white supremacy we can't and how does that feel to know that black people have a moral high ground. How does that feel to know as a white person that you are sick, twisted, narcissistic, and immoral, highly immoral, and inhumane? I don't use the N-word. What are you doing to fight and dismantle racism that benefits you, white person? Nothing. I ignore it, I deny it, or you perpetrate it. Those are the three things we do. We ignore it, we deny it, or we perpetrate it. That's what most white people do. I hate to say it, but it's true. And that's why I say we're social narcissists and we have no moral high ground racially. We are sick, hurting people, hurt people, hurt people. And we've been hurting a long damn time. We're hurting because of the disease of white supremacy. It's destroying white people from within. Look at the, the white nationalist party, the GOP, not just them, all white people. But just as an example, 
Look at the GOP. They're batshit fucking crazy. They bought into so many lies and it all started with the great lie. The great lie of white supremacy. It all started with that. Everybody knows the GOP now officially is the white nationalist party. That's a fact. Matter of fact, you can look at a lot of the rhetoric that they spew and it's almost identical to what the KKK is spewing and has been spewing for many, many, many years. It's the exact same rhetoric. It really is. Once again, I'm asking white people to understand, you don't do this just for black people as an anti-racist. You don't do it. I, I do it because I, I care about humanity and I can't stand. I, I was bullied for many years. I can't stand to see people bullied. That That's one reason I do this. It's true. But I'm not here to fucking save anybody except for white folks. Black people can take care of themselves. Yes, white supremacy creates victims. But don't think the only victims are black and brown and indigenous people. We are also victims as the people who are living this grand lie and this grand immorality of social, cultural, and systemic narcissism. White people, you're hurting. Until you heal from racism, you're doomed to live an immoral and toxic life. I've seen it in my own fucking family. Don't tell me it's not true. I've seen it in my own goddamn eyes. Living under the lies of white supremacy makes you sick. Nobody's good enough. You're not good enough. You're living lies. And it's people like Donald Trump, the grandest narcissist of them all. That's why white people love Trump. And don't think it's only the GOP. It's also in liberals. Many white liberals are just as racist as GOPs, just in a different way. If you're not doing anything to dismantle white supremacy as a white person, again, you are the problem. And you're only hurting yourself by ignoring it. Believe that. All right, y'all, another soapbox. Top of the dome, just thinking. What's in my thoughts today? We play audios like that, and it gets me to thinking. And I, I, I've, I've read certain things, heard different things. Everybody has their opinion, um, because we see it. We have this moral compass. They say the more melanin you have, the the more sultry, the the, the more you're in tune, you're more spiritual. Um, that's why you exude yourself the way that you do. You do these different things. And and, and, and they have studies that say that, what, what, what the studies of melanin does, right? And then I remember a story going around the other day about Ebony K. Williams when she's talking about white supremacy in the sense where um, that black people seem to are okay with mediocrity. Something has happened to where it, it became acceptable to be mediocre talking about when she was saying she does not want to date a bus driver she wants to employ ownership and, and black people to own and strive for more and, and the funny thing is being an owner doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have more it gives you the opportunity to as me as a business owner i know that i actually made more money when i was in the car business um working at the dealer but i put in multitudes of more hours right so i have more freedom and i have the ability to earn more but her point was about that and, and talking about um, praising or, or celebrating or accepting C or D students. So it was an interesting conversation going on for about a week on social media, right? But what she was trying to convey did not elude me. You see, it is white supremacy that's permeated through this entire earth to make them believe that they are a higher power by pushing an agenda saying that their Christ is white. 
that that your Christ, they went ahead and said, we're going to push this doctrine on you and say that this person is not only your Lord and Savior, like we're coming across this water with our blonde hair and blue eyes, and we're going to push this agenda. Even the Spaniards come with their brown hair and green eyes or whatever the case may be and saying like, hey, your Lord and Savior looks like I. We're here to save you, whether you like it or not. We're going to put you in chains, put you in bondage. We're going to kill you, rape you, until you bow down to the knee and say, hey, I. See, that's the that's the part you're missing. They're not saying he. They said, he who looks like me. His son came in flesh and blood to look like me, so I am a representation of him. And now you must bow down to me. To the point to where even when you look on <clears throat> different sites, and they had a study where, where kids, black kids and white kids were pointing to a figure and picking which one is beautiful. The whiter she was, the doll was, the more beautiful she was. The, the epitome of beauty has been skewed worldwide. You could go to places in Latin America where the darker you were, the more you were shunned. And that's in every culture, Indian culture as well. Japanese culture as well. The darker you are, the more uglier you are. All the black negative connotations to black in itself, black magic. It's all that's part of white supremacy. He's coming in on a white horse. All part of the same doctrine. To get to a place of self-hate when you are someone who's black, you, you have no control over that. When you want to bleach your skin like a lot of the celebrities do because they have the money to do so. Why is that? This level of hate. And I don't think if you, if you haven't lived this life, you would never understand. Because it's not only just hate, that white supremacy goes deep because then you even go to the other topic, the other thing to where when you're profiled by the police, people, the, what that's permeated through the media, automatically because I'm a six foot three black guy, I'm automatically intimidating. I look more guilty just by my mugshot or, screen, or, or picture. I fit the profile of someone who is a murderer, killer, or rapist. When the studies would show that those people look more like the colonizer. So what is it to where this comes from? And then I also want to double down and say, why do we continue with the self-hate and not the self-love? I do like the fact that everyone's starting to go natural now. I remember when I was growing up, we all had perms and S-curls. So I love the fact that we're going back that way. We're starting to embody our roots. And now with with the the, the, the the pageants, the pageantries, you have a lot more people with darker complexions winning. So somehow the world's coming back around and seeing that black is beautiful, but yet and still they have cultures that now, now you really do see that where white men are picking black women and they're kind of thinning out our people, if you will, where one day there will be very to little no people with darker complexion, with, with black skin. How do we bring that back? Even bringing back to the Ebony K. Williams, it was a, they brought the fact up where she was pushing this black excellence, but her fiance was white. So you you sit here and and is it really about you pushing your people, or are you just really you about chasing the bag? You really just want security, rather no matter what form it comes from. Because going back to that argument again with Ebony K. Williams, I'm sorry, I, I don't have that audio. I should have it, but if you don't have, it, you can look it up. When she was talking about the bus driver, the bus driver argument. Look up Ebony K. Williams. I think it's Ebony with an I. And her pushing that agenda, she doubled down back when she got onto the Breakfast Club. She did the thing with Ayana, and then she did the thing on her own show that she went back again, tripled down with the Breakfast Club. But the part that that escapes me is like, think about it. 
yes, say for instance, like she's very successful. She makes over seven hundred fifty thousand, and you. It doesn't have to be a bus driver. Someone else who's an honest living who makes eighty to a hundred thousand. Is what he's doing stopping what you guys are doing? Because you are obviously good by yourself. You don't need the security anymore. You are secure. So why does he have to be someone like that? Or, or your excuse is, well, he doesn't have the same freedom. You guys could take vacations together. Absolutely. Why not? He has vacation time. He has about two and a half, three months of vacation. How much more vacation do you need? If you want to plan something, plan it around his schedule. What is this thing? Because now think of it like this. Because the dynamics have shifted to where black women are more the most, we talked about this before, the most highly educated. They they have the um they, they're right now on average earning more than black men. So it the dynamics shift. Dynamic the dynamics started shifting long before, but not to the point where the woman was ahead of the man, but where the, where the woman was catching up to the man in other uh um um demographics where it comes to white, Asian, or Latino. The the their their counterparts, I wouldn't say the counterparts, but their their females of those demographics are catching up. The difference in the black male community, because it's different, because a lot of the black male communities don't have their fathers around. You also have incarceration, higher numbers, and so forth and so on. Not to make excuses, but those demographics make a difference. Also, what we feed our women, we don't need a man, and they feed this independence. But if she would have taken take it aback, and you're really pushing this black agenda of, of uplifting your people, then you would then say, you know what? I earn more than you. That's okay. But together, we make more than enough. And our kids would never be without. And you're a good husband. You're a good man. You're a good father. And I can build with you with that. And we can go ahead and make generational wealth with our children and our children's children. And maybe our, our son could be that person who is going to be the breadwinner. For, you know what I mean? But why does it matter what it comes down to his pockets? Because if this, as long as, I, as long as she doesn't have to take care of a man, if he can buy his own everything, like maybe he doesn't want a fancy car. If you want to give them that, that's up to you. Men do it all the time. Why does it have, why does the, the thing is this, women, you've craved for equality. That is the epitome of equality. If, if the roles were reversed and you became the breadwinner, I don't see a problem with that. What you don't want is a lazy man all day sit on his bumpkins playing 2K. You don't want a guy, you don't, you don't want a gigolo. And, and I get that. Even though a man can take a woman, she can go ahead and, and be, a, what to say, a housewife. A lot of women don't want a male house house husband or whatever. And that's okay because most male egos can't take it anyway. They can't. They don't, a lot of men don't want a woman supporting them. So that that's all good. But just say to dismiss an entirely great man when you're in your mid-30s and you're single to, to dismiss him because of he earns less than you or dismiss him because he has an honest day's living. You can find you a man who's an entrepreneur who's a, who's a, who's a drug dealer. He could be the connect. And you he's washing his money through his businesses. He's a crooked man. He has blood on his hands. But you may celebrate and want to be with him before you want to be with that bus driver. Check yourselves. You want to push positivity in our community? You want to push self-love? You want to push an agenda that can uplift us and not diminish us? You want to keep the bloodline going strong? Then you need to change your thinking. There's power in our melanin. Let's keep it as potent as possible. Until next time. You can win As long as you keep your head to the sky Be optimistic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
But that's it this week, guys. Another great week. Another great show. All right, all right, all right. Let's get it. Um, our music choice this week was Lights, Camera, Action by Mr. Cheeks, Missy Elliott, P. Diddy, and P. D. Pablo. It's the remix. Uh, remember, if you like the show, like it. Of course, of course, share. Of course, of course, subscribe. Got to shout out our special guest again this week, Tony. Thank you for stepping in and stepping out, showing your thing. Brother, thank you for taking over the show this week. I really, really needed you. Uh, remember, like I get, if you like the show, like it. And just time for our final word. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from any one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Acts 17, 24 through 28. Remember, spread love, share love, embrace love, for God is love. Until next time, peace. Higher